Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. What's up, everybody? We are uh, a little... I, I, I swear to God, the next time Tom Brady makes me late to record, I'll, I'll kick his ass. I don't care. I don't we care need how- to use the studio for 15 fucking minutes. Just everybody, you know. That's all I ask, Boomer. Thank you. We'll get to you later. But Boomer's got my back. Uh, yeah, that's right. I was hanging with Tom Brady, so we're a little late recording today. So uh, a little yeah. jealous. Yeah, no, you know that's one of the perks. Tom, when AAF does an event and uh, Tom's there, he says, "Hey, get Blind Mike on there for me." I say, "Hey, you know, I guess if you need me, Tom." Meanwhile, some of us are laboring behind the scenes. <laughs> Don't worry, Dan. staying late. We'll get, we'll, <laughs> I pre- Dan's putting in the extra work. That is, uh, I am of course your host, uh, Mike Geary, aka Blind Mike, for another episode of Trash Talk. That voice that you hear is my producer and seeing eye man as always dan watkins how are you dan i'm doing excellent tremendous um now as uh essentially my employee i guess uh i want to make sure that over the last six weeks or so i've made you feel uh, like you're in a, in a safe environment and i kind of want that on record is that can you confirm that Yes, absolutely. Okay. I am in a safe environment. We'll edit that pause out later. <laughs> uh, and the reason I bring that up is because uh, Adrian Lawrence has uh, run amok on ESPN. Things are getting weird there with ESPN. So uh, if you haven't been following along, Adrian Lawrence is the, the uh, former ESPN employee that is suing them for sexual harassment. She's made a lot of claims. Um, the first that came out were... Uh, against the likes of John Butchie Gross. My man, Butchie Gross. Butchie Gross. And when I saw that, I like Butchie Gross. So when I saw that, I was like, oh, come on. Not another guy I like in this in this mess. Please say he's not a sh- another shithead I have to d- disown. And then it turns out when you see the evidence, it's like, no, he was being maybe a little bit of a douchebag. Yeah. But, but who the, among us isn't? The doll face comment. But I mean, yeah, I mean and that's, sen- not even, that's not even that bad. No, but sending a shirt of you, I mean, sending a, a picture of yourself shirtless drinking making breakfast. Coffee. He was drinking coffee. I think he was trying to show the mug. I think there was a funny caption. Yeah, on he's, the mug. Show, he's showing that he's in good shape. A little douchey, but you know, come on. He does. I mean, he's not, gotta, a, not, he's a, gotta, a, not a suitable fan. The guy's good, in good shape. How old is he? He's over 50, right? Or close to it? He's an older dude, Wait, for sure. He looks good. He's, he's keeping it tight. Looks good. Ma- hey. Maz, as we'll hear later, Maz would love Maz the Butchie Gross picture. If that was on a magazine, Mike. Ooh, my God. Could you imagine if ESPN the Mag put that out there? Well, Maz would, oh, ooh, be all on Twitter. We'll, yeah. we'll get to that later. The Red Sox could have had him. <laughs> In the instead, of, instead of Dave O'Brien, it could have been John of, uh, instead of Instead of Man Boobs Berman on there, they could have had John Butchie Gross. Yeah. Um, so, I'm getting ahead of myself here. Uh, yeah, so Butchie Gross was one of the claims. And then the most recent claim... That uh, uh, looked very juicy was that uh, Adrian Lawrence knew of a racially disparaging voicemail left on uh, Jamel Hill's voicemail by one boomer, Chris Berman. Now, when you see that headline, you think, oh boy, this <laughs> will be good. <laughs> because, you know, everyone likes a little sensational gossip. They like a, 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 a 
a vulgar voicemail, as long as it's not left to you. And when you think of the source, Boomer has some some doozies. He's let you know he's he's let some fly. Um, he's talked about uh, his trips to Canada. I think we have that ready <laughs> ready for you. Where Boomer, uh, you know, he he likes to make sure when he was still uh, doing baseball games, he liked to make sure. That he got at least one Blue Jays game in a year he always, for, he always, for always, this reason. <laughs> yeah, he always kept an eye out for that. Oh, for sure. I understand tonight is awful in here. It's going to be terrible. Awful. No, no, it's already awful. I saw this on the schedule. Jets during the Christmas holiday. I, hate I, that. I, I took four du du duhs at 6 <laughs> o'clock knowing what was what this would be. You know what a du 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 is? It's Canadian aspirin with a little bit of codeine in it. You know, Just enough to give you that pop. Give you that pop. What a guy. Yeah. A? <laughs> That's one of my favorite clips because it's like just a guy not giving a fuck that his microphone is on talking about bringing drugs across the country, <laughs> across the border. Chris Berman, <laughs> drug mule. <laughs> yeah, right. He's, <laughs> and uh, it, it, the classic line from that one was uh, when he goes, uh, uh, that when it, you walk up to the counter in Canada with those duh, duh, duhs, they'd go, from the States, A? <laughs> It's like, oh, that's cute, Chris, that they're all promoting us bringing drugs back to the United States. Uh, but then there are some clips of Berman when he was caught uh, uh, what he thought was off mic uh, that aren't so friendly and, and jovial. Yeah, do not walk in front anywhere near the camera when Chris Berman is about to go live. He's got some toot, this guy. When I'm doing TV and I got 18, God damn it, can't everybody stop for 10 minutes? I mean, everybody seems that that's the only, everybody can we stick, Jesus Christ. I mean, it's not that much to ask. Is that when everybody has to move when I'm trying to concentrate? Jesus. And these guys thought I was a pain. I mean, it's so rude. I can't believe it. That's it's so goddamn rude. Goddamn. Why does everyone all of a sudden have to move? I've had two fucking hours to move around. Wait 10 minutes. Jesus. I'm sorry to explode by that, but that's, it's like no one's ever worked on TV here before. That doesn't seem like a pop. Chucking under the kill. What the fuck do they think I'm doing? <laughs> I, I really, I actually can't believe what I just saw. Not now. It's like no one here has worked on TV before. I hear a dial tone. And there were seven people, though. I mean, Jesus. We need to use the studio for 15 fucking minutes. Just everybody, you know. What's that? We need that that's back a, on Monday Night Football. We need that as a, as a drop for our open. That's what. That's how I talk. You've seen it. That's how I talk to Ken Laird when uh, Cowboy Ken is in here by himself. I say, Jesus, Ken. God, we, need, oh, we, we just need it for 15 fucking minutes. We need to use the studio for 15 fucking minutes. Boomer's my new age. Ken, if you're ever in here past 11 again, I swear to God, I'm sending Boomer after you. We need to use the studio for 15 fucking minutes. Just everybody, you know. Is that too much to ask? Though, you know, the, things I, the thing I like about the Berman rants uh, is that in his mind, you know, the mic is still attached to him but in his mind he's off mic but he still uses the boomer voice like 15 fucking minutes like he's still in boomer some do do does he's in, in complete boomer mode so that must be the guy like that must be the guy you get even when he's angry or joking around he's he's on mic boomer all the time but so you hear those clips and i love those the they're, uh the the 15 fucking minutes one is an all-time great explosion um but it's also like you know I think uh, if we were there, maybe we could see. Oh, I could see why he's pissed off at that. We, you know, context is everything. So uh, you figure if this man has reason, maybe he'll really go off. So you think Berman's a guy who's been at ESPN for 30-some-odd years, and he sees Jamel Hill, who essentially has no real talent, getting a prime time slot on there. So 
you think, boy, there's a, a racially charged voicemail uh, in her inbox. I've got to hear this. Now, my prediction is that it does exist and it will come out uh, eight seconds after we're done recording this. Yep. Because that's, that. that's how things happen. When it's you when you listen noon. on Friday, you're like, why is he not talking about the biggest news of the day? Because it always breaks when we're done recording this. It's noon on Thursday, March 8th. It's yeah. probably going to come out probably about 4.30, I'd say. <laughs> Without a this, doubt. This afternoon. But Jamel Hill claims uh, it doesn't exist. So now you got to be thinking, uh, this is too strong. And, you know, I realize Jamel Hill's probably a company girl, but she does like playing the race card, and Berman doesn't work there anymore. So if there was something there, you would think Jamel Hill would be the type to admit it at least. So this is a couple of strikes against Adrian Lawrence now. And you've got to start thinking, this looks bad, Adrian. (laughs) Like Now it looks like you're really trying to make something out of nothing to make a name for yourself and uh, make a a quick cash grab. Is there any evidence that goes in her favor? Now I saw there's something with, she's naming Jonathan Coachman and a couple other guys that aren't there anymore. But I I haven't seen anything that's, you know, too... No, there's nothing. And so here's, as uh, as a guy that runs this type of show, Trash Talk, where we shit on ESPN essentially every week, I, w- I want there very badly to be some dirt here. I'd love nothing more than to watch the, the demise of ESPN. But I got to be honest, it doesn't look like there's anything here. You going to give your uh, shout out to Chad Dukes too? or Chad Dukes, another fan of the program. All the guys we ta- praised last week, fans of Trash Talk. That's, uh, that's an absolute fact. Um, now, speaking of places where uh, there's been harassment abound, uh, the NFL Network has had its share of problems. And uh, I guess, I, I, luckily, I don't think Deion Sanders got any uh, shit for this, uh, nor do I want him to. A lot of people are saying, uh, if this were the other way around, he'd be getting shit, which is true. But uh, I think Deion Sanders should be able to say stuff like this about a white player at the NFL Combine. Why are you surprised, Dan? Oh, you know why I'm surprised. I can't say it on TV, but he can run, run. (laughs) He was a track guy. Right. He was a track guy. But but you're saying it with the You don't see that much. You're saying it the tone. Let's call it what it is. I like that. He just ran 435. Hey, man, let me go hug him. 215 pounds. I'm going to hug him. (laughs) Hey, man. He can run. That was good, man. Pure shock that a white man run, run. <laughs> Yeah, Troy Abke, defensive back from uh, Penn State. Yeah. Now, Mike, could you imagine if, say, if this was like something for the NHL and it was an African American player on the ice and Barry Mel- like, Oh my God, <laughs> <laughs> he's a competent athlete. Can you believe it? Um, and now there there are stereotypes that are allowable in uh, in the media and in and. Just in society in general today. And that's, uh, you can stereotype white guys as slow. You can stereotype black guys as as good athletes, I guess. I guess those two things are allowed. Um, And a lot you heard a lot of white guys yesterday. And I've been victim of this in the past, and I've cooled off of it. A lot of guys get outraged, and they say, well, Deion Sanders should be fired because a white guy would get fired if he said something like that about a black. No, no, no. You've got the wrong take, my friends. Deion Sanders, we should laugh at that clip because it's kind of funny from Deion Sanders. It was pretty funny. And also, if a white guy says something like that about a black guy and he's kidding around, we should laugh at that too. Can we all lighten the fuck up a little and say that, yeah, that was funny from Deion Sanders. And if a white guy said kind of the same type of thing, it would also be funny. Let's just laugh at shit now. 
Can't we? Can't we do that? If we see that that's funny by Deion Sanders, because I don't think he got too much shit, nor should he have. Uh, but I think the problem a lot of uh, uh, white, angry white guys have are that they get very mad when they see uh, an injustice. And they should be mad at the people who would get mad at that. Because I don't think Deion Sanders would get mad at that type of joke if it was the other way around. He doesn't seem like he has that many uh, uh, gripes as far as getting offended. Just my... Hey, how funny is it that uh, the last two guys standing at NFL Network are Michael Irvin and Deion Sanders? Yeah. I don't think you... <laughs> I think if you said, hey, there's going to be a huge sexual harassment scandal, who's left? You'd say, well, obviously not Deion Sanders or Michael Irvin. But, sure enough, those are the guys. And uh, everyone else has gone there. Um, so, we mentioned last week that uh, ESPN doing a complete uh, reshuffling of the Monday Night Football lineup, and they're going hard after Peyton Manning. Apparently, they are in a bidding war for for Peyton Manning with Fox. Fox uh, just got Thursday Night Football, so I guess they want to do a lot with that broadcast. It's basically the the battle of the duds of the week. Because Thursday night has always been a dud. No one's ever given a shit about Thursday night football. It's just the real hardcore football fans that need their fix on Thursday nights to watch that. Or if your team's playing. Uh, And Monday night used to be the cream of the crop. And now the last few years, that's been a real stinkeroo as well. Ratings are down. Um, So for whatever reason, these two networks are saying, "We we gotta throw money at Peyton Manning. And what I'm telling you is... The only way a broadcast will be affected by the play-by-play guy or the color commentator is if they aren't real play-by-play guys or color color commentators. Tony Romo, I think, is good. A lot of people hate him. But did, did one single person watch or not watch because that boob Phil Simms was out of there and the young up-and-comer Tony Romo was in there? GM. <laughs> I, I don't think... Ooh. Someone threw a snowball. I I don't think anyone gave a shit. Phil Simms was horrible. Tony Romo I thought was pretty good. A lot of people disagree with me. But either way, um, whether you like one or hate the other, if the Patriots are playing and Romo's doing the game or Phil Simms or Mike Geary, no matter who's commentating, you're going to watch. Now, if you want to make the broadcast truly more entertaining, you don't pay Peyton Manning $10 million. You pay a guy like... Like I said last week, you know, Bill Burr, Portnoy, fucking Kirk and Callahan, anyone in the realm of actual entertainment to do an unfiltered online version that you can stream to your TV. And that's how you get people to watch. Ten, I can't imagine paying 10 because what did Gruden make? $3 million a year? I think it was around five. Five? Yeah. So... Okay, so he's get so Peyton Manning would be getting paid double on Monday Night Football. Do you think the ratings will double because Peyton Manning's in there? So when uh, Eli throws a pick, he can go. Eli throws that pick so well, <laughs> and everybody will laugh. Yes. Every ooh, what a hoot that'll then be! Could you imagine if the quarterback on the field said Omaha? Yeah. Oh my God! And that won't get old. The eighty thousandth time it's happened that he does the nationwide jingle or any of that shit, uh, and it'll be you know. Gruden had the uh, almost weirdly professional when they would call Redskins games. He would refer to him as John Gruden. I don't think Peyton would do that for uh, for Eli's games. You know, I grew up with this kid. I don't know if you know that. <laughs> it's like, oh, Peyton, that's hysterical. Uh, I don't know. I actually don't have a problem with Peyton Manning. I know a lot of Patriots fans do. I don't mind Peyton Manning. I think he's kind of funny for the you know the roles that he's been in. 
he serves the purpose that companies and SNL and shit like that have wanted him to. But he's not funny enough to make uh, kids watch television, which they're not doing anymore. You know what I mean? Like, this generation doesn't watch TV on TV. Uh, cable is getting canceled. Cable plans are getting canceled in droves. Uh, I'll be canceling my uh, uh, package this week. I'm pretty sure. So people are canceling cable. I'm well, sorry. Is, I'm is, sorry, is, is that due to not watching, or is that because of you know other reasons? Uh, I'll, well, I'll be homeless in a month. So well, that's I, I figured. So yeah. are you really canceling? Are you getting kicked out, and somebody <laughs> yeah. else is going to have your? Well, sure. Yeah, fine. That, that's neither here nor there. I'm making a point, goddammit. I'm oh, sorry. And that's that's that the younger generations aren't watching TV. So if you want them to watch TV or stream it online, you have to come up with new and interesting shit. You can't just say, well, we had high ratings in 1995, so let's try and bring it back to that model. Uh, you have to say, let's look forward, and let's have an alternative broadcast where it's completely unfiltered, and it's not necessarily polished guys talking about the X's and O's. It's guys shooting the shit that you think are funny. Like and, us. <laughs> right. Like Mike and Dan. Granted, I can't see the field from the box, but that's, you know. Well, I'll do play-by-play. Play. Yes, okay. Dan will do play-by-play, play, and I'll, th- I'll sprinkle in some, uh, some lighthearted humor. Uh, so what I liked to see was innovations like ones that are happening with, happening with T- I can't fucking talk today, with TBS. Uh, TBS is doing the selection show for the uh, uh, March Madness this week, and they they're doing a two. Now this was part was a little bizarre that they're doing a two hour selection show, but they're announcing all sixty eight teams in the first ten minutes. Oh, good! They finally caught on. They finally caught on. That's I I liked. Now my only gripe with them would be well, you could probably cut that down to one hour <laughs> if you're going to announce it in the first ten minutes. You don't need a two-hour program. Yeah, I never really got the whole Charles Barkley. I mean, Barkley talking about anything is pretty freaking funny, right? But, but him doing college basketball, I don't. It, it's you, we. Well, he I, wasn't a college star. Well, you know what? I'll tell you that goes to what I'm uh, championing here for ESPN is that they're going with funny guys, or you know, I think Shaq is a little overrated. It's like okay, we get it. You're you come up with. I like the the Shaq Barkley dynamics. Good. I like Barkley a lot. I think Barkley's very funny. I think he says outrageous. I think he's he's not afraid to say anything because he's betting on most of the and games. he's honest. Yeah, he's got money on all the games. So uh, from that perspective, he's good. He's probably got money on every game yeah. going on in March Madness. Oh, so absolutely. from that perspective, he's good. So I don't mind that they don't have you know Jay Billis and Digger Phelps and Dick Vitale and Booger. <laughs> yeah. I don't. I don't mind that. Uh, Bill, Billy Raftery. All these. Guys. I don't. I, I don't mind that it's uh, Barkley and Shaq and Kenny the Jet because they're silly and they have fun. Whatever. And Ernie. Uh, don't forget about Ernie. Ernie. <laughs> Ernie. Uh, so I and I and I like that they're going. Hey, right. We we understand that Twitter's onto us, and that people are going to leak the brackets early. Let's just get it out there, 10 minutes, and then if you like college basketball, you'll stick around and because that's the way the world. If you if you look at podcasts. The the money that certainly not this one, but the money po- other podcasts are getting for advertising not yet. is is good because uh, it shows that certain companies are willing to realize that if they advertise with a podcast, they're targeting their specific audience, and uh, it's more of an intimate setting. So when you hear a guy you like, because when you listen to a podcast every week, you relate to the person. It's different than. 
you know, a college basketball broadcast where they're just robots. You relate to the guy you're listening to on a podcast. Again, not me because I suck at this, but most people that are good. <laughs> uh, so that's why you hear certain advertisements on a lot of podcasts because they've figured out that by targeting and by people you like and admire saying, hey, go out and get this product, people are more apt to buy it than if you just see it uh, during a Red Sox game or something. So podcasting is figuring that out. Eventually sports will, I'd imagine, where they'll say, hey, you know what? Let's start marketing towards our audience because in the long run, that's going to be who's watching it. I understand every sport wants to be mainstream. That's what the NFL is struggling with. Eventually you get so mainstream that you deal with the controversies that the NFL has and you start losing people. And then you think, what's wrong? It's, well, you got too big. There's no growth there anymore. Um, and the other thing I, that I like that uh, uh, March Madness is doing is, uh, I guess on the NCAA app, they're going to have um, an NFL Red Zone-like feature. So it just jumps around to the most interesting game at that time. It's like, okay, finally, finally, the people on the technology end of sports are, are catching up and seeing the things that are done right and done wrong. And they're trying to eliminate the shit that's done wrong. Not at ESPN. They are still living in the Stone Age. Uh, Mike Greenberg, coming back soon. Get up. I saw the ad for this. Get up! Night. Is everyone up? Get up with Mike Greenberg. We I, talk about sports. Yeah. That, that Oh, that'll get us hooked. That, that hasn't failed already numerous times on your own network. So, uh, wake up, ESPN. I really, Adrian Lawrence isn't doing a good job at waking you up, but someone will eventually. How are Golik and Wingo doing? I know you watch. Uh, they are, you know, sometimes, I listen to Kirk and Callahan every morning. Sometimes I get sick of all that entertainment that they pack into four hours. And I say, what? Just give me the score. Who's, who can give me the scores and break down the games? So I click over to Golik and Wingo. I doze off for about 40 minutes, and then I wake back up, and then I'm finally rested and rejuvenated to turn Kirk and Callahan back on. Sounds like you, you have a, a nice morning routine. Exactly, yeah. I say, Golik and Wingo, lull me back to sleep, because I need a few more minutes. So, that about does... Oh, I am such a great broadcaster. You Perfect. Are. Perfect placement, Mike. Way to go. So, gang, uh, as always, uh, you know, if you haven't heard, the iTunes page is up now. Give us the old five-star review. Positive rating. We have nine of them. Tell, tell the world you love us. Uh, no, we have uh, 9,000 is what he meant. We have yeah. we, nine million. That's right. Nine said, million right? reviews. We're the most popular thing on iTunes. So if you're not uh, part of the bandwagon yet, hop on there, baby. Because this train is a moving. And uh, if you can't find just Google Blind Mike Trash Talk. But if you can't find it, uh, go to WEI.com, the WEI.com app. Uh, I tweet it out at Blind Mike underscore. Dan tweets it out. At DWADI93. Yep. Uh, the WEI Twitter account uh, may or may not tweet it out. We'll find out. They usually do once. Yeah, they do once. Or, well, the not last week, but initial. sometimes. <laughs> so, uh, you know, get get subscribed and all that fun stuff, and uh, we'll see you next week. We need to use the studio for 15 fucking minutes. Just everybody get off of it. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. 
Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile Essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary.